welcome to the sermon podcast feed of Liberty Church Collingswood, where we want to live, speak, and serve as the very presence of Jesus in Collingswood and surrounding boroughs, or wherever God has placed you. Find us at libertycollingswood.org. Part of our mission is preaching sermons, so here you go. Keep in mind that these messages are designed to bring the timeless message of Jesus to bear in specific contexts to specific people. The whole eternal word, changing worlds thing. Would you hear good news here? Bon appétit! Now Boaz had gone up to the gate and sat down there. And behold, the Redeemer of whom Boaz had spoken came by. So Boaz said, Turn aside, friend. Sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit down here. So they sat down. Then he said to the Redeemer, Naomi, who has come back from the country of Moab, is selling the parcel of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. So I thought I would tell you of it and say, buy it in the presence of those sitting here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if you will not, tell me that I may know, for there is no one besides you to redeem it, and I come after you. And he said, I will redeem it. Then Boaz said, the day you buy the field from the hand of Naomi, you also acquire Ruth the Moabite, the widow of the dead, in order to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance. Then the Redeemer said, I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I impair my own inheritance. Take my right of redemption for yourself, for I cannot redeem it. Now, this was the custom in former times in Israel concerning redeeming and exchanging. To confirm a transaction, the one drew off his sandal and gave it to the other, and this was the manner of attesting in Israel. So when the Redeemer said to Boaz, buy it for yourself, he drew off his sandal. Then Boaz said to the elders and all the people, you are witnesses this day that I have bought from the hand of Naomi all that belonged to Elimelech and all that belonged to Kilion and Malon. Also Ruth the Moabite, the widow of Malon, I have bought to be my wife, to perpetuate the name of the dead and his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brothers and from the gate of his native place. You are witnesses this day. Then all the people who were at the gate and the elders said, we are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your house like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the house of Israel. May you act worthily in Ephrathah and be renowned in Bethlehem. And may your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah because of the offspring that the Lord will give you by this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. And he went into her, and the Lord gave her conception, and she bore a son. And then the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, who has not left you this day without a Redeemer, and may his name be renowned in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her lap and became his nurse. And the women of the neighborhood gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He was father of Jesse, the father of David. Now these are the generations of Perez. Perez fathered Hezron. Hezron fathered Ram. Ram fathered Aminadab. Aminadab fathered Nashon. Nashon fathered Salmon. Salmon fathered Boaz. Boaz fathered Obed. Obed fathered Jesse. 
and Jesse fathered David. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's take a moment now to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for gathering us into these spaces. We pray that you would give us your spirit of illumination, that we would understand the inspired, the true word of God. Father, would you meet us in all of the places in which we find ourselves here this morning? Thank you that because Jesus died and rose again, that he is pleased to greet us with grace and with mercy. Be merciful now, we pray. Do not leave us nor forsake us. In this hour, we ask in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. My friends know, maybe you've heard, maybe I've told you in something like a sermon before, that I love Christmas music. For here is how it is at Casa Anger every year. The Saturday after Thanksgiving is the morning in our household when we decorate the house for Christmas. We get up the Christmas tree, we put all the trimmings everywhere, and that's the first salvo of Christmas music for us. Every year it's the same. Handel's Messiah. The whole thing, and we love it. That kicks off the Christmas music season in our household. And I have lots of different Christmas carol CDs. Yes, it's true, you can keep your cloud. Who knows even where the cloud is? I have my CDs, yes bury me in plastic. So I have the Christmas carols, I have the sacred music, and then I have plenty of other stuff too. So Charlie Brown Christmas is a big favorite in our household. The original Vince Guaraldi version, awesome. Also the, the Cyrus Chestnut version of Charlie Brown Christmas, also really, really good. Phil Spector, a Christmas gift for you. Elvis gets at least one spin, his Christmas music. The King still gots it. And then also some more idiosyncratic choices for me as well. I grew up in New Orleans. There are some great lesser-known New Orleans Christmas albums. Play them every year. If you're a fan like I am of 1960s instrumental surf rock, I know you're out there, The Ventures have a great Christmas album. A modern-ish garage band, The Flesh Tones, also an awesome Christmas album. And then Marah, Philadelphia's own, in the 2000s, a great Philadelphia band. And in the 2000s, this great Philadelphia band put out a great Christmas album. I could go on. Here's one more. Also in the Christmas rotation in the Anger household is James Brown, Complete Christmas. James Brown, a funk and soul singer from the mid to late 20th century, Love that album, too. It's a compilation album, so James Brown, throughout his career, put out various Christmas singles, Christmas albums. I've got them all in one place to add a little bit of funk to our holiday experience. And this album sticks out to me for this reason. A lot of funk, but by and large, for this Christmas album, at least in my collection, it comes from a slightly different context and the songs themselves also are slightly different. James Brown wrote from the urban inner city in the U.S. in the north, mid to late 20th century. Check out this for a Christmas song title. Maybe his biggest, or at least one of them, Christmas singles, Santa Claus, Go Straight to the Ghetto. Title the song, and the title says it all. Santa Claus, Go Straight to the Ghetto. The conceit of the song being, if you're somebody that grew up poor in the city, you might think, why is it the case that Santa Claus only goes to all of the rich kids in other places? It's not fair. Therefore, Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. 
or another song that he did later, it has the title, One Lonely Little Boy Around One Little Christmas Toy. I'll read you a couple of lyrics from that, and I hesitate. I don't want to deal in too broad a brush or stereotypes, but this is one song from one person about a 